1: Hello, hello. Hope you liked this week's episode. It was a lot of fun to record. We got to check out a pretty solid James Bond movie with our guest Reese this week. And, uh, and yeah, had a lot of fun recording this one. Quick thing up top though, it did decide to rain so heavily here in Melbourne as soon as we pressed the record button. And for the first... I think it's 25 to half an hour. Uh, the rain is is present in, in the audio mix, unfortunately. I've done my best to edit it out. I've done my best to noise remove it, but it is still present uh, in particular moments throughout the episode, uh, but mainly just in that first 25-minute long period uh hopefully it doesn't take away from your listening experience too much i wish we had time to re-record the intro but we unfortunately did not but i hope you liked the episode it was a lot of fun and we've got some pretty fun ones coming up a little later on this month as well so thank you so much for listening as always and here's the episode darling darling are you there oh yes darling i am here are you in, are
2: you enjoying our lovely pleasure cruise out on the river this evening?
1: I am indeed. Oh, the the the, the water do be sounding quite rapid, though. It's it's almost sounds like it's rain, but it's just the water.
2: Yeah, no, no, that couldn't be audio trouble we're having because of my tin roof. No, 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 no. That's that's actually the sounds of the 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 river yes. as we're going down on our fancy yacht. Yes,
1: baby, baby.
2: I sure hope uh, there's no you know rain or anything. Something, something crashing down on my boat? I, I can't have it. I hate that.
1: Do uh, you know what? I wish I had a real man right now.
2: What? What do you mean by that? <sighs> uh,
0: just, a re- just a real what? bloke. Rough landing. Oh. What? Who are you? Me. I'm Bond. James Bond. Oh, my. What have you done to the
2: roof of my yacht?
0: Nothing. I just came in for a a rough landing after barely surviving a crash, that's all. Oh, everything you say sounds like it's leading to a joke. I don't know what you mean. It's not like I'm a collection of cliches at all. (laughs) woo Darling, it sounds like you need a drink. Maybe a martini. Go prepare one. Shaken, not stirred.
2: Okay. I
0: don't know. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Welcome to Oldie Butter Goodie. We've got a real James Bond dropping in tonight. What? On this episode. I'm, of course, joined by my lovely wife, Sandra. Hello. <laughs> and it is me, the um, about-to-be-cuckled husband, question mark. Yep. And joining us as our resident, James
1: Bond, <laughs> is Reese Pump.
0: Yes, hello. That's right. I'm replacing Daniel Craig in his retirement.
1: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Of course. Wow. Hey, you're back on the show. I
0: am, finally. That should have been a long time since you and me have podcast in general, let alone on this show.
1: Yeah, it's been about uh, three months. Something like that. Yeah, that's what happens when lockdowns end. Yeah. And then when we go back into them, we're recording. We're recording and I mean, we had you penciled in for this for, uh, I mean, uh, since they, last um, week when we chose the movie. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You literally swooped in. I did, I did. While we were recording and you were like, Bond, I'm
1: in.
0: Where's that drink, by the way?
1: We are talking about The Living Daylights. It's the 15th Bond film, not counting that weird Woody Allen one. Oh God. uh, Because technically then it would be the 16th? Or was Sean Connery's final one that's not technically a Bond film after this? I don't even know. Anyway, it's the 15th one according to Wikipedia. And that's got to be right. And uh, we're talking about it. First, Oh yeah, we, we watched movies from 1987 in the order they came out in. And the first impressions of this film was like, what did you bloody think, mate?
2: Uh, I'm a fan of the Bonds. I'm a fan of the man. I'm a fan of the action. I'm a fan of the movie <laughs> being watchable. Which is definitely like a low bar. A very low bar I have. But so far this year, there's a lot more movies that haven't jumped that bar mm. than this film. But I think this film managed to jump that bar. And I, I I quite enjoyed it. I like a good action film. I like a good spy film. And I think this this did it for nice. me. Nice. So I'm a fan. Nice. i got positive views.
1: Do those positive reviews continue when we ask Reese's first impressions?
0: Find out now! Well, well, well. The suspense is killing you. Uh, yes, they do. There are a few issues I've got, and we'll get into that. But overall, very fun to watch. I love Timothy Dalton in almost anything. And James Bond is no exception. He's brilliant
1: yeah he's he's, he's he, I mean he only did two films, but he's my favorite bond probably I think so me too mainly because he didn't get a bad one to ruin it so.
2: uh, it it's crazy because i I looked at a lot of the reviews and people are torn between loving him and hating him yeah mm. they, did, they, they, they there's two ways you look at him and i I quite liked him I thought he was a great bond yeah i'm not a I'm not a huge bond nerd though I haven't watched all the films, Me either. so I don't know which is the best, which is the worst. Which is
1: mediocre, you know. This is a good one. There's a lot of plot in this movie, so we're not going to go too in depth with the plot. I think because there's a lot of it.
2: <laughs> the ending took like half an hour. Yeah, I this... thought it was done. I thought it was done a <laughs> half an hour ago. By the end of it, I was like, "What? Yeah. How is this movie still yeah. going?" I said that, like, five
1: times. That's one thing about James Bond movies that I don't love is that they've all got to be over two hours long. I'm like, come on, mm. can't we just have one that's, like, in and out? Yeah, yeah. It's like, all the Craig ones are, like, 160 minutes, and it's like, oh, ah, yeah. come on.
0: And then they put Quantum of Solace in slow motion, and it feels like a four-hour movie.
1: That's true. Actually, yeah, that one is only 90 minutes, but it feels like it's four hours. So. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll jump into Live in Daylights in a second, though, but first, Zach we do patreon episodes and oh boy is our space jam 2 review up now
2: it absolutely is and you should check it out by checking out our patreon at patreon/ slash, uh dot something but a goodie yeah i don't know how I don't know how Patreon things work But
1: yes I, I can't I can't remember the URL It might be slash ah,
2: There's a link linky
1: in the description
2: below Exactly,
1: it's there
0: Surely everyone knows you just search the name of the show You find the logo, you click it yeah. You buy it for a dollar, and then you're good
2: Yeah or buy it for five dollars and get some bonus episodes. Boom, boom. That was a
0: reference to your RoboCop that episode. That was by the in way. our RoboCop. Episode. Which feels like a current reference for me, but of course, it's it isn't.
1: Oh yeah, these <laughs> are timeless episodes. race, no uh, yeah. references to current day. Uh, no, 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 no. of
2: course. I'd buy that for, <laughs> for a, a dollar. dollar. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Is Rick and Morty in Space Jam too? That's the real question. You find out in the in the review. I don't know why that's my. <laughs> I
2: don't know what that's Wow, that's, that's your, your little hint, your drop. Your I mean, you could literally batting. watch
1: the trailer and see that they're in it, so, you know. Wah, wah. But, Zach, you, you, you chose the Bond movie.
2: I did. I chose I chose this Bond movie um, from I believe there was a congested vote mm. as another movie uh, was highly recommended by the guest last week. So well,
1: was it recommended or did he just threaten to dropkick you if you didn't yeah, choose yeah, it? Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm my life is in danger. I'm gonna need Reese Bonds to save my life. <laughs>
1: of course, it's called The Lost Boys about a family. Who move to a small town. They're pulled into a world of bikers, vampires, and and romance. Uh, It looks really good. But it is directed by Joel Schumacher. So, I I don't think I'll ever forgive him for Batman
0: and Robin.
2: (laughs) Ah, no, no, no. That's the reason I watch it. That's a
0: cold response, Sandra. It's because of Batman and Robin. Anyway, let's get back to Bond. James Bond.
1: Let's talk about James Bond. It was released July 31st in 1987. That's the US release date. We usually go by the US release date. Mm. It was released earlier in the UK, but, you know... America. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's not like Bond has anything to do with the UK anyway.
1: No. No, no, not at all. It's just an an excuse to watch a
2: James Bond movie. Yeah. Let's be honest. Uh,
1: This is based off a short story of the same name that you can find in Octopussy in the Living Daylights, which is Ian Fleming's final Bond novel. This is the last Bond film to adapt one of his stories until Casino Royale. Wow. All the others were original stories. And you can tell uh, the script is adapted by... Actually, I don't even think Ian Fleming's that good of a writer anyway, so oh, no. I don't know why he that.
0: Whoa. Well, like with George R.R. R. Martin, I keep saying this about George R. R. Martin, he comes up with great characters, great concepts, but putting a story together, maybe not his strong suit. <laughs> no.
1: And also Ian Fleming, awful dude, by all accounts.
0: Oh, yeah, I was going to say... It... I also don't like Ian Fleming th- very much. No. Uh,
1: the script was adapted by Richard Maybaum, who has done every single Bond film up until uh, Dalton's second one. He left uh, before Brosnan came in. Uh, and you can tell. Now nah, I like Golden Knight. It's good. Uh, it's directed by John Glenn. <laughs> Who was working as an editor and second unit director since uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service? He started then oh, yeah. was editor all the way up until eighty one when he started directing the films themselves, and then he did every one from then until I think he might, I think he did License to Kill. I'm not sure. Um, he also was second unit director on Superman, so that's pretty cool. Oh, nice. Ah,
2: linking it back to to that other episode.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: may or may not exist.
1: Do I want to link the first Superman and the fourth Superman film together, or are they very different things? Nope. I don't know. Nope. I don't think I want to link them.
2: No, you don't. <laughs> the answer is, no, you don't. Check out our episode on it to find out why.
1: Playing James Bond, or the agent known as James Bond in this movie, is is Timothy Dalton. Before then, <laughs> yes. he did a lot of small films, uh, small British and American films. The biggest film he was probably a part of was Flash Gordon from the 80s, ah. from nineteen eighty. He did that, he did this, and uh, and he did License to Kill in 89, uh, which didn't perform too well, so uh, he was kind of pushed out of the role. I, I can't remember if it was his choice to leave or not. I think it wasn't his choice to leave. I don't know, which is a shame because he's quite good. No, he's very
2: good. Yeah, he's. I, I quite liked him. I thought mm. he, he played the line of serious and charming quite well. You know? Yeah,
0: and he looks very good when he puts his collar up in the scene where he's got the sniper rifle. So you can't see the white of his uh, shirt. He just looks really classy. Yeah, which is what you want Bond to look like.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that. He was very professional Bond, like he was a secret agent. Yeah, which some of the Bond movies I've watched. It doesn't feel like they're a secret agent.
1: Yeah, because it's like like Sean Connery is more of a killer. Roger Moore is just a sex fiend. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Timothy Dalton feels feels like a spy. Pierce Brosnan is just a one-lining joke (laughs) machine. Again, I love Colin I, but all his other films are not very good. And then Craig is, what, an action hero?
0: Hulk. (laughs) He's he's the Hulk. Yeah, he's the Hulk. (laughs) Of the of the James Bond, he's just the Hulk. He runs through walls and he—he uh, smash, bad
2: guy, <laughs> and some
0: ladies. Like oh, we
2: smash!
0: You. <laughs> it's a bit more nuanced than that, but I did see this comparison where you know in in the beginning of uh, Casino Royale, the guy's doing all the parkour and he jumps through the ventilation shaft or where the ventilation shaft is going to be, yeah, and, then, yeah, yeah. and then Bond just goes through Bond smash and runs through the wall as <laughs> it's being built. <laughs>
1: Uh, So since being Bond, Dalton is also in Hot Fuzz, great film. He's in The End of Time, the Doctor Who story.
0: Yes, Doctor Who, and he gave everyone a shower.
1: Uh, He's in Penny Dreadful as well, which I haven't seen but I've heard good things about. And most recently he is, of course, in DC's Doom Patrol. Oh, yes. Some other names, though, that were floating around to take over Bond after Roger Moore included Sam Neill.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. From
1: from Jurassic World, which had been interesting. Also Mel Gibson, which makes (laughs) complete sense. You know, he was very much in that sphere at the moment, but he's not British, so.
0: No. That would have been a bit weird. And he's a Holocaust denier.
1: Well, yeah, and he's also. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, Pierce Brosnan was in talks to take over the role before he took over the role. Yeah.
0: I feel like Capaldi with Doctor Who.
1: Yeah, exactly. Playing the
0: Bond girl of this film,
1: the singular Bond girl. There's not multiple of this film. I mean, there is a wife on a boat. Ah, the cold life. opening doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> it counted for the podcast. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> it is Mariam Diabo uh, playing Cara. Uh she hasn't really done anything else a lot of TV movies but that's about it mm. which is a shame because I think she's quite good I do there's too. also John Rhys-Davies playing General Pushkin of the KGB uh, he is Gimli and also <laughs> Treebeard in Lord of the Rings
2: I love him he's great yeah. and
1: he's Sala in the Indiana Jones films uh, yeah he's he's so good
2: He's one of my favorite actors. Not because he's Gimli, but because he's Gimli. Um,
1: but
2: or but also I, I, I like him as the, the, the Russian KGB guy. Yeah. Sort of bad guy. He is bad guy, but not bad bad guy.
1: John Doe Baker is the American arms dealer Whitaker, yes. uh, uh, Who was in a lot of westerns during the 60s and <laughs> 70s which makes complete sense. He was so stupid. I love this character. She's like,
2: yeehaw, America, I love oh, okay. war.
0: Guns. <laughs> war. <laughs> pew,
2: pew, pew.
0: Exactly. Oh, he's in GoldenEye, too. Oh, is he? Yeah, he plays Jack Wade. Oh. Hang on a sec.
1: Jack Wade <laughs> from The Boys? No,
0: Wade. <laughs> I thought that for a second, too.
1: <laughs> Dutch actor and director Euron Krab plays uh, the Russian defector Koskov. Mm. And then there's also all the classics. Desmond Lul I don't know how to say his last name, and that's on me. But he plays Q, and he's good yes. and old and very good. I
2: love him. Is I, I love the, the Q segments where it's a little bit goofy, but also, holy shit, <laughs> they just blew something up.
0: They blew something up with the Ghetto Destroyer or whatever it's called. Oh, okay. Yeah, right.
2: Ghetto Blaster. Ghetto that's Blaster. That's right. I cringed at that. I love <laughs> That was... The old man's like, "I'm hip with the kids. We got the ghetto." Oh. I was like, "Oh, ah, <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> uh, Q, you're getting on in age."
1: <laughs> oh, Q, he's still in like six films after this one. He, he, yeah, I love him. Sticks around.
2: Yeah, I thought I, I thought I'd seen him in other Q. Like, he's been, he's been Q a few other times,
1: right? Uh, yeah, he's Q in, like, all of them, yeah. right? He's in all of them until the actor died.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then they brought in um, the Monty Python guy. Yeah, yeah,
2: no, he's, he's <laughs> definitely great. I love him as
1: Q. This is Robert Brown's second last role as M. Uh, he's barely in it, but he's good. He's good. And then Caroline Bliss is the new Money Penny. Uh, and just like the actress that plays Kara, none of the female performers did anything else. Yep. Uh, so it's got 74% Rotten Tomatoes, 66% audience score. Critics at the time were pretty split, most of them loved it. Uh, and said that it was a return to form after the garbage Roger Moore movies. Look, I've got a thing against Roger Moore. More like Roger less. (laughs) (laughs) Some said that it took itself too seriously, which I can see. It's not the most serious James Bond film. That's the one after this, License to Kill, but it's definitely...
0: uh... Yet they salivate over Craig, which is the most serious... Yeah, yeah. No, no,
2: no. I, I, I quite liked the balance between serious and silly. I thought that was done quite well. Yeah. Except, except in the case of, obviously, the last bit of the movie, which stretched on for an extra half an hour. But <laughs> I well.
0: didn't notice it. Actually, I was telling Sandro before we recorded, I saw this the day after you told me last week to watch this film, <clears throat> and uh, I rewatched it again last night with the intention of taking notes, and I've taken some notes, but at about halfway through... I couldn't be bothered taking the notes. I was just watching it. So it drew me yeah, in. Yeah,
2: like it's a good it's a good film and it's a it's it's a good ending. I just thought it lasted a bit long, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah, I agree. That's kind of the thing with like inner space as well. It's like I like what's happening, but oh boy, is this film still going? I do get that. <laughs> yeah, I do get that
0: feeling. Now I keep forgetting all the Bond film names, but what's the one with the submarine, the ship that eats the submarine, so to speak? Oh, you know? uh, why who loved me is that that one? Uh, that's Brosnan. The second one, it's like tomorrow something. Tomorrow never dies
1: yeah, that's it, tomorrow never
0: dies. That one goes on forever as well, but I still really like it. It's just the thing with Bond. They like their action and they draw it out.
1: It's interesting, though, because the action is impressive for the time, because there's a lot of, like, Mission Impossible-style stunts in there that are really cool, but then also compared to, like, modern-day films, the action's like, oh, that's quaint, isn't it? They're hanging out the back of a plane, that's real quaint.
0: Well, yeah. But I prefer that you know it's pretty much all practical. I do have to say, speaking of action, I really cringed when the synth drums came in with the uh, with the James Bond theme when he's chasing the van at the beginning of it. Yeah,
1: I've got a lot to say about the soundtrack.
0: <laughs> I think it's terrible in the first half gets better later on, but let's get finish what you're saying.
1: So it cost $40 million all up. <laughs> pretty expensive uh for yeah. a bond film as well at the time really? um they were all about 35 i think so this one pushed it a little mm-hmm. bit further what do you think it made i've got the worldwide numbers here as well oh wow because it is of course a bond film uh and it's probably the biggest release we've done this year so far all the other great films we've done are like r-rated sci-fi actions
0: <laughs> so really limited audience <laughs> yeah
1: yeah
2: and the, the other two would be robocop and predator which would both Rated, so not yeah as widely dispersed. Exactly.
1: Uh, so, yeah, what do you think it made worldwide based off a 40 million budget? We'll start with Zach. What do you think? So, 40 mil budget. It is a Bond film. Mm. Yeah. It's got that big, big name, and it's not mm. like Jaws
2: where no one gives a shit about the sequels. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess 220 mil. 220? All right. I'm, I'm guessing big numbers. I'm
0: looking big money. I might even go bigger and just do around three hundred million. Ooh.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Zach is the closest. It was one hundred and ninety yes. million. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Part yeah. of me thinks Beverly Hills Cop Two might have actually made more.
0: That's a crime against cinema.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, oh, that's a good film. The first one's. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop Two made two hundred and seventy-five mil. So yeah, actually, that's the biggest film that wow. we've done this year so far, and this is coming in at number two. That's still a that's still an impressive number, though. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's heaps of taglines. Let's quickly go through them. You've got to give them thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> James Bond,
0: 007. It is most dangerous in the living daylights. That what? Thumbs down. That's
2: a tagline. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so boring. <laughs>
2: A, that sounds like they're putting keywords in yeah, for, like, in their <laughs> description or something. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. That's a big oldie thumbs down from me.
0: But that's that's literally what you would say about any film, because they try to up the stakes every time. So, yeah, that's a thumbs down from me. Yeah. <laughs> this bond is dangerous. Down. <laughs> Wait, the other ones were Yeah. What? <laughs> pretty sure they've all got a license to kill, and they do it regularly. <laughs>
1: yep.
2: Yes. Quite liberal with that. Yeah. Thumbs down. That's
0: a thumbs down. <laughs> These are
1: quite Ooh, bad boy. Timothy Dalton is the new James Bond 007.
0: Uh, That's just a news piece. That isn't even a tagline. It's better, but it's still not great. It's factual, it so potentially a thumbs up for that. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a <laughs> shaky
2: thumbs down.
1: All right, yeah. all right. Okay. Enigmatic, okay. dangerous, always living on the edge. Um,
2: yeah, it's alright. I like I like that one a bit more. That one entices yeah. me. It's like, ah, this must be a
0: Bondy boy. But surely that's literally just describing the character.
2: Yeah, again,
0: <laughs> yeah. it's just a shaky thumbs down. Please tell me there's more. There's two more. Yeah. Okay.
1: 007, 007 for thrills, 007 for romance.
2: Oh, I thought it was gonna save the kill! Yeah! <laughs> <Come
0: on. laughs> Thrills and kills! There's no romance uh. in this movie. It's yeah, just... there is. He takes two hours because he's gonna sleep with the woman on the boat. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah.
2: There's, there's multiple romances.
1: <laughs> and then the final one is License to Thrill. Isn't that what they use for all of them?
0: Seriously, I've seen that all the time. And
1: I love it. And also his second one is called License to Kill, which is just yeah. like makes it even more awkward.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but they literally reference that he's got the License to Kill all the time, so... Yeah, I'll go with that just because it's applicable to all of them. Yeah, I'll give that a shaky thumbs
2: up. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the best one that I like because it's License to Thrill.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: that's as bad as the music at the beginning of the film. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's jump into the
1: synopsis. Do we have to talk about the beginning? Yes, absolutely.
0: I quite liked the beginning.
2: I liked the very start, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's got next to nothing to do with the plot. It's just a good introduction. So
2: what happens is you have a group of individuals in a plane.
0: Who could they be? We
2: see we see some commanding officer who's like, all right, this is, this is just a drill, but I'm proud that we were selected, blah, blah, blah. They jump out of the plane. You're like, oh shit, we're just we're just jumping into the action. They all swoop down in their parachutes, landing at this sort of military base sort of thing. But uh oh, one guy gets spotted by a bad guy. Oh no, he gets shot and uh it's just it's pink paint. Uh-huh. He has ah. pink paint. Ha ha, and he says, Ah, oh, you're dead.
0: You're dead, innit? You're dead, innit? Very yeah. poorly delivered. Oh, you're out of it. You're dead.
2: Oh yeah, you you done being killed, eh?
0: <laughs> Better go get the drinks then, brother.
1: Oh no, There's gonna be a lot of British accents in the synopsis, isn't there?
0: Yeah. And Russian. Ah yes. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, yes.
2: You've done been shot in with the paint painters. You're dead now. Hey, alrighty, alrighty. Hey. Um. Hey. <laughs> <Oi. laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this is a trading exercise where they're they're trying to get into this base without being yeah. killed by these guys. And one
0: forgot to put the paint in the gun and actually shoots a guard.
2: Oh my god. Oh no. Oh wait, he's actually evil as he yeah. chops the rope of one guy's grappling hook and he falls to his death.
1: But James Bond is like, I thought i seen something in it.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, I saw a guy do a little backflip off a cliff. Oh, that ain't, that ain't
0: right. You, you would have thought that James Bond being a cockney this time would have made the news. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Here's my question, though. Is he James Bond at this point, or are all these people in contention to be the next James Bond?
0: You see, I thought that for a second the first time I saw it. It would have been a nice idea to set that up. But no, he was Bond straight away. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I did quite like the establishing shot of him. He hears the guy yelling as he falls down. He turns around. It's very dramatic, and I just thought, yeah, this is a Bond film.
2: Oh yeah. So our resident James Bond runs after this evil doer.
0: And then this drum beat starts playing boom <laughs> boom. Yeah. It's very epic. Oh, it's very 80s. <laughs> it's it's not epic. Look, the orchestral part of it is epic because it's the James Bond theme. It's so good. Well, the James Bond thing, like the theme's
1: great. <laughs> I just it really hit me in the final action scene where they use this same piece of music and I'm just like this doesn't feel epic because it's like no. I don't know, there's
0: something about it. It doesn't feel It's the drum beat. Good. It slows it down too much, it's, I reckon. It's yeah. just
2: he, he runs after this car, mm. and then one of the guards spots him. Shoots him. He shoots him, and he's like, Hey, you're dead. dead. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. We're
0: meant to stop the exercise now, bruh.
2: Is that a Kiwi accent?
0: I don't know anymore. Oh, hoity-toity. So he hops onto
2: the car, he oh does.
0: God.
2: <laughs> and it takes out that scallywag in the driver's seat. Poor, oh, blimey, it was a fine action scene.
1: Oh, he doesn't just take him out, though. He drives the car off a cliff.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: While,
1: while there's explosives in the back on fire.
2: And they
0: narrowly miss hitting monkeys. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Which I wrote, just, monkeys, exclamation <laughs> mark. Yeah, we get a lot of monkeys throughout this film, I think. It's good. So he flies
1: out of the car with a parachute, and then the car explodes, and he's like, ha ha. And where does he land? Oh, only on a lonely woman's <laughs> yacht. <laughs>
0: I know. And she says she's so bored. There are only men and drinks around here. If only there was a real man. And then right on cue, he lands, does a somersault type thing. And then grabs her phone and says, "She'll call you back." That's great. Mm. She's like, mm, <laughs>
2: "Random stranger
0: parachuting onto my yacht." Mm. Then he calls saying, "I'll be there in an hour." And she goes, "Won't you stay for a drink?" Better make that two.
1: Ha ha ha! Then the theme song starts playing. It's by the band. Aha. It's sorry. It's fine. It's not very good. Yeah, it's not like catchy, but it's like
0: it's it's listenable. It does the job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's it do, it's James Bond by numbers. It's. Got a mu- he's got a song by a pretty well-known band. It has women scantily clad and it has guns in it. That, yeah. That's all you want. That's what you need.
2: Then you're like, oh, you, you could show this to someone and it's like, oh, this is a Bond opening. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if yeah, you're
0: yeah. surfing the channel, oh, they're showing a James Bond movie, let's watch it. And then you realise mm. it goes to one o'clock in the morning when add ad breaks. <laughs> I'm going to fall asleep before that.
1: The amount of times I was like a young 11-year-old watching Bond films on TV and they lasted until one in the morning ridiculous yeah come on channel seven i think <laughs> yeah. it was channel seven i can't remember
0: <laughs> it is nowadays so it probably was just watch them on stan 11 year old exactly. me <laughs> yeah hang on did stan not exist at some point in our lives what <laughs>
1: So James Bond's late to a symphony. Yeah, he's like, "Oh boy, I'm late in it. I got to go to a symphony.
0: I got, I, I got to help out with my friends." And then the the guy he meets confirms that he says, "You're bloody late." <laughs> yeah. It's
2: like uh, Bond's like, "Ah, oh, we got time. Uh, chill out, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah.
1: just cool your lid, bruh." And Bond looks on the stage and he sees a cello player and it's like, "Oh, maybe I should have gotten here on time. Not for the mission. <laughs> no, no cute cares about the mission. Exactly. But for this."
2: Random one cello player. I'm sure they won't be important to the film.
0: Yeah, well, am I right in saying she's the only blonde person in the symphony orchestra? Yeah, probably.
2: (laughs) Well, they have to make her, you know, stand out so the audience can see that there's something different about her Mm. (laughs) so that we can keep
1: an eye on her later on in the film. She's not like the other cello players.
0: (laughs) And so then they're, they're, they're meeting up on a mission and they go across the road to another building. And as it turns out, this guy's uh, put a sniper rifle in a bed. And what they're trying to do is protect this defecting Russian general or commander. Either way, pretty high profile individual. And so he's at the show, the performance, and he's going to leave soon. And it's their job to protect him. Mm. And he makes a very clever um, escape after the show. He goes to the toilet, flushes the toilet, opens the bathroom window and climbs out.
2: Using the using the sound of the toilet to
1: mask the sound of the window opening. It's yeah, yes, knowledge. which is quite good. But Bond knows that there's probably going to be some Russian snipers. Yes, so he becomes an English sniper.
2: I like. I and I, I think we talked about this before. I really like the scene where he goes super like professional. Yeah, and and he's actually professional where like. Guy says, "Oh, you'll probably need these bullets," and he's like, "No, nope, they wear armor." Richard. Yeah, yeah. KGB. snipers wear heavy Kevlar, mm, so I'll need yeah. the penetrating one.
0: Oh, and the other guy was struggling with his night vision goggles. He just reaches over and flicks the switch for him. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that was funny. Yeah. See that? See that's that little bit of humor, you know? It's not too much. It's just that little little bits that make me make me giggle. That's what I liked about this film.
0: As he's looking across the street to where the guys make his escape, he sees the cellist holding. A sniper rifle.
2: Da, da, da. Oh my god! That's not a musical instrument, unless you're in America.
0: Exactly. And then he double checks if she, she's blonde, so he decides not to kill her. Yep. And shoots the sniper instead of her.
1: Yes. Shoots the sniper so that it makes kind of like a bruise on her arm. It's not really important, but I guess it is for later. Ah, who cares? Ah, it,
2: oh, it's che- Chekhov's bruise. It's Chekhov's bruise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so the general runs over to the other side of the street. After the uh, the other British agent accuses Bond of missing deliberately, deliberately, how does
2: he how does he know that? I mean, obviously, I I, I, I guess I guess everyone knows he's an
0: excellent shot, and, and they also know he's a womanizer, which is odd because yes, this is like Sandra said, a new Bond. So I guess maybe they. Maybe in the job criteria they say you have to have slept with multiple women.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's part of it, honestly. I mean, that would make sense because like, you've got to get, like, information sometimes out of people. Exactly, so got and to, sometimes
0: you know, sleeping with people helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get that information.
1: So, you're looking for the position of Bond.
2: How many women have you slept with recently? <laughs> it's like, I don't know, lady. <laughs> maybe you should find out oh, no oh, no ah, and that's how he got the job no. it makes sense yeah. i hate that that's what they'd look for in a candidate if they try and bang the instructor you know <laughs> it's like that's the bond we're after
1: there's this one um, this one comic. I think Matt Myra wrote it uh, oh, wow. from uh, what used to be the Nerdist podcast. I think he wrote yeah. it. I forget what it's called. It might be called The Illegitimates or something, and it's all of Bond's mm. illegitimate children teaming up to take down Bond. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's brilliant. It's incredible. It has to happen. I've got mixed feelings about Bond. I used to absolutely love it. But the older I get, the more... I don't know, respectful I get, the less comfortable I am with Bond as a character. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> as as you mature in age, you realise just what a hound dog
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah,
1: Yeah. It's annoying because it's a staple of the franchise. I get that. So I get people yeah. who would hmm. defend it. Like, you know, it's just a movie. It's a part of it and all that. But also, I don't know, parts of it are harmful. I think you can... Have that as a part of his character, but do it well. Like yes. the most recent. Krage. Oh
2: right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't think it's a bad feature that that's one of his weaknesses as women. That makes sense. But like, the problem is that they just use women as, hey, here's the token female. This. Oh week. my god! Yeah.
0: And in the next scene coming up, when they're making a, their escape with the Russian general, the woman there goes into the control room unbuttons her top Uh. and pulls the other guy into a very buxom chest. And then there are these euphemisms of, you know, the pressure gauge going up and things like that. It's so cringe.
1: That that, that was almost a moment of self-parody. I was almost like, is this on purpose? I hope they're (laughs)
0: self-aware.
2: Luckily, that never comes back in any other Bond film, the objectification of women.
0: (laughs) No, not at all, never.
1: So... The way that they escape is they put Kozkov, which is the name of the Russian defector, into a pipeline that shoots him across the border to the western area where he's safe from KGB. And, and he's they- like,
0: how many people have done this before? You're the first. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in, like, an escape pod.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Like, literally an escape pod. The pods are meant to, like, clean the pipes.
1: Cool. Tell you what, there's a lot of pipes being cleaned in this movie. Uh, okay. Oh,
2: right. that's enough. You're... Sandro's being cancelled. Um, uh, and so he he this one's been modified to take a human. I like yeah. this. This is very cool. Yeah. It was funny when he shoots past and everyone looks at the pipe's like, what the fuck was that? So stupid.
0: Oh, actually there were a few lines in there that seemed really relevant to uh, these days.
1: I know exactly what you're gonna say. Uh oh!
0: (laughs) If they close the border, how will I escape? (laughs) Ah. And also, wear the mask, breathe normally. I wrote those down as well. (laughs) I just thought I've heard that so many times recently. (laughs) So uh,
1: he's escaped. He's in Austria. Yeah. Q's there and helps him into a jet, and uh, Mm -hmm. and he flies off to England, I guess. England. Um, yeah. Bond's spy friend is like, "Why didn't you? Sh- why, wh- wh- why didn't you kill
0: the sniper? What's What's up with all this?" And then Bond, who's only just got the job, says, "Ah, uh, well, because the guy threatens to report that he deliberately missed and all of that didn't kill the sniper." Mm. And Bond's actually got a good response, and then he's got this weird implication that he doesn't even want the job. He says, "Look, I only killed professionals. That woman hardly knew one end of the rifle from another," and that's. A fair enough justification. But then uh, he also said, oh, whatever, tell him. He'll fire me and maybe I'll be wel- I'll welcome it or something like that.
1: Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that was that weird. That was a weird line. He also says the name of the movie. He says, whoever she was, it must have scared the living daylights out of her. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> <laughs> living daylights! It's a strange title for this movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's got nothing to do with, with the story of the plot, really. Like it, no, They were probably finished writing the film and they're like, oh shit, we've got to name it something. Uh, well, Bond says, scares the living daylights out of her. Yeah, let's go with that.
1: Well, well, the short story is called The Living Daylights as well. I haven't read yeah, it, right. so maybe there's more of a reason in that. Maybe there's something like, we're gonna destroy the world and it's gonna be nighttime forever. I don't yeah. Let's <laughs> kill everyone. You would make a good Bond villain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to destroy the sun, so it's gonna be nighttime forever. Therefore, my nightclubs can stay open
0: 24 <laughs> 7. I am a vampire as well. <laughs> And then we get to the uh, Q scene and the, the money penny scene with the ghetto blaster.
1: Yep. <laughs> oh dear. It's just a giant boombox that shoots torpedoes.
0: <laughs> shoots rockets. And then Bond is given gadgets which actually yep. make a lot of sense and they're not over the top. That's something I don't like about the Pierce Brosnan gadgets. <laughs> they feel so gadgety. Oh, they're bad.
1: What? And there's also, like, he gets, like, ten every movie and the scene goes yeah. on forever, yeah. whereas in this it's just one. He makes
0: chain. use of the same one, pretty much, which is yeah. really good.
1: Yes.
2: I mean, the gadgets on here, the car was a little more ridiculous where it has a laser tyre.
1: That's true.
0: Oh, yeah. And the physics of that didn't work at all. Like, he didn't cut the tyres for some reason, but then he did cut enough of the rest of the car to go flying off the top of it when they brake, but whatever. So he's given those gadgets, and I quite like the gadgets. It wasn't over the top. That's how kind of that's how I judge gadgets in James Bond movies. Sometimes they just feel gimmicky, not just gadgety. They're gimmicky. Just yeah, so yeah. That they, they, can...
2: they you don't want them to be Deus Markiners, exactly. of their own. Like, yeah. this yes. thing can destroy the sun with the click of the hand uh-huh. of the pen. And, and as know. it turns
0: out, the enemy needs the sun to survive. So let's kill the sun, or oh, whatever. Ah. Uh-huh. You know. And then he's sent to the safe house where uh, Koskoff, is that his name? Yes. Yeah, I thought it was Drakov, no. but that's uh, Black Widow. Um, that is Black Widow, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's where he's being held. That's where he's talking with the Brits. And that's also where our resident would-be Jaws turns up. Oh, I love this
1: character, and I love this scene. I like scene. him.
0: I don't like the stunts in this scene.
1: Oh, no, it's good. I mean, it's stupid, but it's very good. So, So there's this... Is he
0: Russian or is he American? I don't know. He
2: he wasn't American, was he? He was Russian.
0: No, he wasn't. But he's he's very good at accents. I did like that oh, right, yeah. layer for the character. Because he runs into the milkman and he says, oh, sorry, sir. And uh, the guy goes, oh, bloody yanks. And then he goes back to the milk truck. And then the yank is there. And he yanks him around the throat with his uh, <laughs> Walkman cable. And he chokes him.
2: I like whenever he does this. The music from his from his device <laughs> gets really loud. <laughs> so
0: yeah. The guy can hear the music, and he kind of shrugs and goes, "What is that?" And then he's killed. It was a pretty good scene in that regard.
1: It's good. It sounded like he was listening to a James Bond theme song, though. Which yeah, yeah, me. yeah. He was.
2: He 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 was. So not only so he's listening to that, which is a cutesy little reference, but also. He uses it to mask the sound of him strangling someone. Which is but good. But also, it's really stupid.
1: Oh, it's so
0: well, dumb. Not as stupid as what comes up next. There's a great fight scene in the kitchen because he's slowly working his way into the building where Koskov is being witness-protected, basically. Mm. And he takes out a few of them, but then another British agent sees him, and there's a great scene in the kitchen where they fight, and it's really brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the guy gets his face put on the stove, and it gets burnt, and then they've got a meat carver, and they try to cut him with that, and they're bashing each other with pots and pans. It's really cool.
2: I do like the fact that he, he snuck in as a milkman.
1: Well, that's purely to introduce one element of his infiltration, uh, which is that his milk bottles are grenades. Exactly. <laughs> but also
2: that the, the like the guard was just like, Oh, there's a new milkman. Eh, whatever, go in.
1: That was good. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, he's got uh he's got milk bottles that explode when he throws them at people. And I it's it's so dumb. Stupid. But I'd i love this. Stupid. I'd love this
0: so much. Oh, that
2: was great. It's so good. I think this milk's gone bad.
1: Hey.
0: <laughs> and then there's a bit where after he's thrown one of them. I think it's Koskoff and one of the other guards sees him and Kostkov just goes, KGB, and starts running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah,
1: that's great. We did miss one key point of exposition just before he infiltrates the safe house. So Kostkov says that his boss, KGB General Pushkin, has made a list of uh, of Western spies, so both the CIA and, and MI6 spies for both of them, a list of them. Yep. That he wants to kill, and this could lead to a nuclear war. Because of course it does. It's a James Bond movie, <laughs> and he's like, "You've got to kill General Pushkin, bomb, a uh, Bond bomb. You've got to kill bomb. him,
0: Mister Bomb. Look, you're a walking time bomb, and you've got to kill him. You've
1: got to kill him." <laughs> and Bond's like, "Hmm, suspicious." Mm. But before he has a time to raise his suspicions, Mister Milkman comes in and uh, and yeah, knocks out Kozakov, uh, dresses up as a doctor, and takes yeah. him away on a helicopter.
0: Oh no, he's been kidnapped by the KGB. Then the next scene, that makes us the laughing stock of the intelligence community. Mm.
1: I think you became that when you hired Roger Moore, MI6.
0: Oh. Um, (laughs) And then we're back seeing Q again, seeing the car. And there's a funny little gag where he's inside it, kind of bending inside it. Stands up just as they're lowering the roof to add onto it. He bumps his head and he's like, oh,
2: oh dear. (laughs) Bond is like, watch your head. (laughs) Uh-huh. Yes. Bond Bond has a few quips, and I like his quips that he says. Yeah. The sort of, like, level of comedy thing where it's like a bit of brevity against the seriousness of the situation you
1: know yeah it's it's not to the point of like chris i thought christmas only came once per year he says while making out with someone called christmas it's not that level of 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 awful that we get in the 90s uh but it feels a little bit like captain america quips like like early captain america quips Mm. where it's not Mm. it's not like tony stark quippy but it's still funny.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's here to get the job done, but he'll he'll throw in the line. And the thing about Dalton
0: is he's got a cheeky glimmer in his eyes and he delivers it so well. Yeah.
2: Mm. <laughs> oh, he's so good. Yeah. yeah,
1: he gets a key ring, Zach.
2: Yes. He does. But it's not just any keyring. The oh. woo you see, for this is a, a sexy key ring. What? Yes. For when you see a sexy lady and Wolf Whistle, oh,
1: it'll explode. <laughs> uh.
0: Is that a key ring in your pocket or are you just happy to see me?
1: <laughs> that does lead to one of the best jokes in the movie, though, the Wolf Whistle thing.
0: So I yeah, didn't I, mind that. that was good. The key reacts to certain whistles. So one of them, if you sing old, or whistle Old Britannia, it sends out uh, a nerve agent gas type thing that knocks people out yes mm. and if you're wolf whistle it explodes <laughs> which is pretty cool it's I, liked, I yeah. like
2: the gadget uh, it also has a key that can unlock 80% of what yeah. yeah he's got a skeleton key on it as well
1: and then um, he also gets his car uh, which is uh, Aston Martin right yeah. it's a return to their partnership with a- Aston Martin because I don't think the yeah. previous Bond cars were so now that he's kitted out he's like alright I've got to I've got to find what why what's the deal with Pushkin? I could go ask him or I could track down that blonde lady. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know which one. Oh jeez. Let's go after this random blonde lady. I'm sure it
1: matters. So he flies to Russia or whatever, someplace. I think it's still Russia, yeah. And he finds the cellist and he watches her rehearse and then follows her home on a
0: tram. Not creepy at all. No, <laughs> no he's,
1: not he's not fine. Fi- green flags all around
0: with this guy. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> 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 the certainly <settling laughs> flags.
2: Yeah, he's he's keeping his distance. He's just sort of following her. Um, she doesn't really notice because it seems like she's not that well trained in the old espionage
0: no. stuff. And she's on edge because Pushkin is looking for her.
2: Yes. We get some goons, like, drag her off the tram. Yep.
0: Uh, she leaves her cello on the tram with Bond. And so he picks up the case.
2: Yeah, he picks it up. That's the bit that sucked the most for her, because if Bond hadn't picked that up, she would have left a $150,000 cello just on a well, trail. Oh, wait, no, it isn't.
0: Or maybe it was a sniper rifle with a hole in it.
2: I forgot, I forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. There was a, It was actually just a box with a rifle in it.
1: And he looks inside it. He looks at the ammo, and it's like, wait a second, these are blanks. Mm. These are the the ammo's blanks. Oh, what's going on here? Things are starting to
2: click into place. Mm -hmm. There's some suspicious shenanigans going
1: on. So he goes over to her home. Yeah. He just walks into her home.
0: She's like, "Who the hell are you?" Again, green flags. So many
1: green flags. Yeah. And he's like, "Well, I'm here to return your cello, but also, my name is Bond, and I'm a spy." And I was like, oh, you're just telling her everything. Straight (laughs) off the bat. Well, he didn't say it's Spy
2: Who for." That was the thing,
1: right?
0: Exactly. And also, this might be why he only had two films. Mm. (laughs) Oh, I'm not meant to tell them that? Oh, sorry. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not that the audience didn't respond well to Dalton. It's just that uh, (laughs) the spy... Under the, using the name of James Bond at this point was just killed really early on. Yeah,
0: exactly.
2: So he's like, I'm here to take you to, uh, what's his face? Yeah, definitely. And she's like, oh, you're here to pick me up for, what? what's he called? Koskov? Koskov, yeah. yes. Koskov. He said he would send someone for me. Yeah, 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 you're here to pick And he's like, yeah,
1: yeah, I'm definitely the agent for Koskov. Yeah, <laughs> where did you say you were going to meet him again? Vienna. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I knew that. Let's yeah. go.
0: And he, he might not actually be there because we need to keep moving him around a lot to keep him safe.
2: It's not the fact that I have no idea where he
1: is. <laughs> mm.
0: Now just get in my car and I'll drive you away. <laughs>
1: Green flags all around. So he does the classic trick. Everyone The does classic it. trick, which is she walks into a phone box, waits for a tram to drive past, hiding you from the KGB agent across the road. Then you place a dummy in the phone box and then jump into James Bond's car. A classic trick. Mm. Everyone does it.
0: And then, as they're about to drive off, she says, no, I need my cello he goes, what? Oh, okay, we'll go get it. And then I loved the line. As soon as I got it, stuffed it in the back of a pretty small car, he goes, why Mm. couldn't you have played the violin? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's great. That cello leads to some really good lines that I really like from (laughs) him. Yeah, true. There's some good quips. Which basically is, because they're escaping, uh, guards are put up on the border on the highways.
2: Mm. Yeah, the police are after them.
0: Yeah, and there's, there's some great action goes on there. Including the laser tyre that you mentioned.
1: Yeah, his car's got a laser (laughs) tyre.
0: But eventually they lose uh, the car, they have to get out of it. And they're on a hill. I loved this scene so much. He opens the case of the cello. They sit in either side of it. And he uses the cello to steer down this snowy mountain. Yep. And he goes, <laughs> I'm glad I insisted you bought the cello. And I I the think there's great humour and great action at the same time. Yeah. It's ridiculous yeah. stunt work, but it's awesome at the same time. And then he's oh. a bit cheeky about himself. He's like, it actually turned out to be useful that you bought it. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, good. Isaac.
1: Yeah, yeah. hey, what about the scene where they're about to drive over the frozen river and they enter one of those, like, fishing boat shed things?
2: <laughs> yes, this whole scene was great. First, there was a car chase where he cut a car in half with a laser tyre. Good stuff. Then uh, he blew up a truck with rockets out the front, obviously. Mm-hmm. A car yeah. must have. As you do. It's his Bond car. Yeah, yeah. Then he uh, uh, takes a uh, wrong road, because he has to mm. get around some tanks, mm. to a frozen lake. <laughs> yep. Uh, at the frozen lake, there's just a guy chilling, you know, setting up a like, boat, perhaps putting it in storage for the winter, because the lake's frozen over. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he's not going to be able to put it in storage as the storage is going with the car. (laughs) As the car drives into the shed and the shed is lifted and carried with the car.
0: And then there's a great bit where the police car follows Bond onto... Uh, the road after blowing one of the tires off, but he uses that to his advantage. Drives around in a circle, cuts the ice in a perfect circle, <laughs> yeah. and traps them on the cut ice. Oh, and then he uses the
1: rocket boost to fly
0: <laughs> to drive away. And then he turns the car into a ski car. It was pretty cool.
2: Yeah. Uh, Bond blows up Q's car Once again Yeah And all
0: I could think Was poor Q To be fair Q gave him a self-destruct button Yeah 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 Shouldn't have given him (laughs) A self-destruct (laughs) button Don't blow up the car Unless you really have to And here's the button for it Exactly Yeah
1: And then they uh, And then they slide down the slope And I cello case. Oh, they cross the
0: border and he says, we've got nothing to declare (laughs) (laughs) except a
2: cello!
1: (laughs) Alright, we cut to the biggest twist in the movie. It's such a big twist that the movie makes absolutely no (laughs) twist sound effects or anything with it. It's actually just like, yeah, it's a part of the story. Yeah. Yeah. It turns out Koskoff and the Milkman have been working together. What? What? (laughs) And they're making deals <laughs> with this American guy, Mister Whitaker. He's American. He loves war. He's got a Ye-ha! wax I work museum. There's there's Hitler
0: in it. I love ancient warlords that murdered thousands of people. That was honestly a great gag, though, where mm. it shows this waxwork museum of all these mm. great military leaders. Then he's standing there very still, and then he moves. I thought it worked really well. That was good.
2: Yeah, uh, he's got like Genghis Khan, and I think he's got Vladimir as well, the Impaler. Yes. You know, oh, yeah. it's it's very on the nose. Hey, he likes all these people that murdered a lot of people.
0: <laughs> he likes violence.
2: Later on, he says the line like uh, at at one of because he's got these big tables with miniatures uh, depicting uh, battle scenes. Yes. Um, because he's just obsessed with this. And one of the lines he says is like, oh, in in one of the battles, he's like, this general should have sacrificed 10,000 more men, could have ended the rebellion right there, sort of thing. Mm. Like he's criticising them and saying you should have sacrificed more lives, and it's like, ah, so you're not a good guy, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Think this guy might be bad.
1: Mm -hmm. So he is meeting with General Pushkin, who is the KGB general guy from earlier, He's he's talking about how he's ordering a bunch of weapons yes. from this guy. Was it wasn't it that they
2: had paid for it, but then he was like, "No, we don't actually want the guns. We're like, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take back the money. We don't actually want them anymore."
0: Yeah, the order's cancelled.
2: Yes. The yeah, yeah. Can- and the guy's like, "Well, I already smuggled these weapons. You can't, you can't. There's no
1: takesy backsies." Exactly. You've you've got to pay for them. You gotta pay for these
0: guns. And
1: that's when Kozkov comes in. He's like, "Hmm, I just need to get a little bit of money, and
0: then I can get the gun." And and what did he do? Drugs. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and also, we see Koskov meeting with Whitaker. Oh, yes. And they plan about how, yeah, they're trying to get Bond to kill Pushkin because then once they do that, they can make the deal, get the weapons, start a war. Yeah, yes. yeah,
2: yeah. They they they're preparing to start a war, and he he faked defecting so that he could give the secret agents false information, that Pushkin was trying to murder all these agents. So yes, they wanted yes. 007 to kill Pushkin so that
1: he, like, they could start a war. Yeah, yeah. You know, convoluted, complicated, but it makes sense when you're watching the, the movie. Everything is explained oh, to you really well. It's not too bad. Meanwhile, Bond and Kara, they're just having dates... <laughs> They're just doing dates.
0: They look pretty lovely together in a lovely city, and they're having dates. Yeah, they're age and she's asking about uh, Are we going to meet up with him yet? And he's like, "Oh, well, we'll see him soon. We'll see him soon."
1: Let's go on a Ferris wheel where I'm just gonna make out with you, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though you're like maybe not. Yeah, he's still got to go confront Pushkin, because that's, of course, yes. where everything happens. We we do get an action sequence where the milkman becomes a balloon man, and then Bond goes around <laughs> scaring kids with balloons, but we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about... Well, yeah. And
0: his his friend's killed by balloon man.
1: Yeah. No,
2: that was pretty brutal, the death.
0: like, Yeah. yeah. It was this massive sliding door. Why does the sliding door, like, run on, like, a giant piston of oh. death? The thing I kind of I loved, but also felt really sorry for the owner of the place was... Bond runs over, checks on the guy, and then the owner's there behind him like, oh, God, somebody's just been murdered <laughs> yeah. in my workplace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no.
2: That's He's probably going to get the blame for
0: it. He is.
2: I thought, it, I thought he was putting, like, a bomb on the, like, door. So did
0: I. I thought everyone in the room was about to be killed or wounded. Yeah.
2: Um, But no, instead you had this ridiculous door contraption that... Uh, we don't see it, but he gets like squished in it, and it's like,
1: oh my god, that was. Yeah.
2: Why does this door exist?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seems seems like a work hazard.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Seems like someone could get killed. Work safe should probably get on that.
0: Yeah.
2: Maybe the shop owner did deserve to get sued. Maybe, maybe,
0: maybe you shouldn't have had um. the piston exposed. That's your hmm. problem, mate you got to pay the fine.
1: <laughs> so Bond's still got to track down Pushkin, though, see what Pushkin's got to say about everything. So he travels to Morocco, to I meet mean, up with him, uh, sneaks his way into the, the general's bedchambers
0: where the general is meeting with a woman. And the woman doesn't look very happy, so Pushkin's like, what is wrong? And then suddenly a silenced gun is pointed at him. And then the door closes.
2: Uh-oh,
1: oh. it's James
2: Bond. He's here to kill you. And he's like, oh, man. Oh, man. I don't
1: want to they're talking. They're talking... But a guard comes in and Bond's like I've got to distract the guard how am I going to do this? I know I'll tear off the woman's shirt and distract the guard with boobs. Ah
0: the classic boob distraction. Tits out for distraction.
1: That was probably the biggest red flag in this whole movie. was Yeah, that one. I think that one's on bond, to be honest. That one's kind of gross.
0: Yeah, because it wasn't that he tried to communicate it to her. He grabbed her, turned her around, and tore her top off. Her. Yeah. Yeah, that, that
1: was. was um, wow. Wow, wow. That was the grossest moment in the film for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they could have been like,
2: can, can you
1: seduce the guard when he comes in or something like that? Like, yeah.
0: Nope. Let's just terrify you and strip you down. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't good. Not good. Yeah.
1: So uh, he's talking with Pushkin. Pushkin's got no clue what's going on with this l- list of agents he wants dead or something. He's like, I oh, died. That, that mm. didn't write that. What are you talking about, Bond? And Bond's like, yeah, I know.
2: I don't trust the other guy at all. <laughs> yeah. But if we're going to find out what his plan is, you have to die. And he's like, oh, I guess I have to die. Yes.
1: Cut to next scene where he's alive. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Wait, what? That's a bit weird. But he's putting on a press and conference and Bond shoots him.
0: While you, we've been seeing um Milkman, Balloon Man, KGB, Spy Man. Just an all-round man. Kind of like s- setting up and taking over the control of the spotlight from the, you know, the mm. tech crew who's there, who he's knocked out and broken his glasses, the Ugh. bastard. And then he's kind of standing there waiting for the opportunity, gets his gun out, he's about to fire, but Bond shoots first. So he turns the spotlight onto James Bond and he's being chased.
1: Yes. And he does a rooftop chase. He he runs yeah. across roofs, mm. grabs on like antennas and stuff to like.
0: And then lets it go and it whacks one of the other ones in the face. Exactly. It's yeah. a classic, almost
1: cliche action sequence for a Bond film, but I think this might have been the first time that they did it, which is pretty cool. I think so,
0: yeah. There's a lot of uh, running through clothes liners as well. In fact, James Bond gets told off by a woman who's hanging up the clothes.
1: And then we, of course, see that Pushkin is alive as well. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It was pretty obvious when you see him in the next scene alive, and it's like, well,
0: hang on. And he takes off a bloodied mm. vest.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, well, yeah. This is the first time I'm glad that James Bond is a good shot, was the line I think. Haha. Really good. I liked yeah. that
0: line. That was a very clever line. And then Bond is reunited with Kara. She's grumpy at him for, like, you know, endangering her life, for disappearing, and what's going on? You're not telling me. And. That's basically her dialogue for the rest of the film. What's going on? You're not telling me. She
1: doesn't really do much for the rest of the movie, unfortunately. But that's a fine. No. Because um, green green flags. flags all around. Yeah. Great, Mm. that's a new trope, isn't it, Green Flags? Love it. Uh, So so he tells her the truth. He's like, look, here's the thing. I work for spies and spy... And I was
0: the one who shot at you.
1: And I... (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I gave you that bruise. Yes, I did. And also, that Koscoff guy, a bit of a bad 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 bloke, really. Also, can I have a drink? Wait, what is in this? (laughs) Hmm. Hold on a second. You drugged me. And she's like, I did drug you. I kind of wish you told me all that before I gave you the drink because I believe you, but I've drugged you. And Koscoff's on his way here and he's going to put us on a plane. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> and then the KGB guy Pops in and is like Knock knock Someone order a doctor <laughs> Hey
1: <laughs> And then she's like oh, I did order a doctor But I don't have any way To pay for it Oh uh, no Oh wait I think I started watching A, a different movie Yeah uh, yeah uh, Different <laughs> movie Different movie
2: <laughs> Green flags um, Green flags sorry. Green flags all round <laughs> Green flags And like this Once again They do another Like their Their medical Teams yeah. Where they dress up As doctors again if it works once, why don't it work twice, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, this time they get an art. Uh, an art. A, even a working heart to help with their disguise. Mm. And they put
0: the art in some ice and then they tried to transport it for our art trans- <laughs> transfusion.
2: <laughs> You're trying to say oh. transfusion with an accent?
0: I was. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say plant and then I realised, is it transfusion or transplant in that situation? Hmm. Transplant. <laughs>
1: They've also got a fake ID for, for Bond in this scene, so they can get him into Afghanistan. And the Bond says, "Jerry Bolov." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> was So stupid. <laughs> so they they they're
2: transporting him with this this heart, which in the ice, I believe, is the diamonds. Yes, that, yes. That they're hiding, so that they can use them in a trade deal. That Ooh. we find out about, uh, later on. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit later. On. Mm-hmm. The heart is an animal heart... Yeah. But uh, obviously the guard that
1: checked out on it wasn't an expert on human anatomy.
0: He's a guard. He's not a doctor. Well, I would have
1: immediately been suspicious, though, because it's not heart-shaped. I would have been like, that's not a human heart. It's not heart-shaped. What's
0: going on here? A bit suspicious. Yeah, I wouldn't want to receive this for Valentine's.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh,
2: I would, because it's probably a heart transplant, and I bloody need that. I'll take it on Valentine's Day. I don't care what day it is.
0: The waiting list is pretty long. Yeah.
1: So they arrive at a Russian military base in Afghanistan, and they're
0: thrown into the little holding cell that they have there. And it says, uh, mm. "This is James Bond." Put him in the cell, and her too. She's a defector. Yes. So he's picked up on that. Mm. And she's like, "What?" But I was helping you.
2: And the guy is like, "Yes, but I am a bad guy. <laughs> so I am doing bad guy things." And she's like, "Oh man, you are the bad guy." <laughs> It was yes. really weird how they talked yeah,
0: like that. It was an but odd, anyway. it was an odd moment. Yeah. And then we have the most stereotypical cell block guard in the world, where you <laughs> mm. know he's enjoying his job. He loves being cruel to people. Uh, Bond mm. drops something, or someone drops something, and Bond goes to pick it up, and he goes, "I didn't say you could get down," and he hits him, and then uh, mm. Bond goes to get up. "I didn't say you could get up." <laughs> mm. And it's just laughing the whole time.
1: Yeah, he's a bit of a jerk. Also in the prison cell block area, Art Malik is yeah who is the leader of uh, the Afghanistan resistance in the area. Yeah,
0: and I noticed they couldn't just have him be Afghanistan. He had to then switch to speaking with a British accent.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Because, you know, we can't relate to them at all back in those days. I wrote that down. Yeah. I think there was something in there where he did come from England, though. No, it was actually brownface, which is a bit wrong. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I just I found it really annoying he couldn't just keep up being from that part of the world. He had to be a British spy himself of some sort or a British agent Mm. the escape scene was good though I loved the camera work when they're hiding behind stuff Mm. and it goes to handheld cameras and the camera's hiding that was really good
1: I did laugh a little bit when Kara hits a guy with a bucket except she uses the wrong end of the bucket (laughs)
0: yeah I remember that yeah
1: Uh, But it still works, so it's fine. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It does. That was an odd moment. But yeah, that whole Mm. escape sequence was pretty good. And this is where the music actually gets good. I quite like it. It's Mm. big, Mm. soaring music, which you often get for vast plains of deserts and stuff like that. So it's kind of stereotypical for a film in that regard, but it's... Pleasant sounding, I liked it. Yeah, it was
1: cool. They go off with all the resistant fighters, and, and Bond's like, I need your help to stop the bad guy, but he's like, I can't spare the men. Instead, how about you help us on a job tomorrow? And that job is transporting opium <laughs> to these uh, these two brothers who are going to sell yeah. that opium to Koskov to get the so that the, 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 they can sell the opium and get the yeah. weapons.
0: So, you know, it's a big shipment of green flags.
2: Yeah, And they're like, well, hey, can we not sell them to the bad guys? And so the guy's like, oh, gotta make money, man. Soz fam
1: How about the scene Where Bond puts his knife Into the opium And tastes it
0: (laughs) Yeah I know So does uh Milkman
1: Yeah that's what they do I mean that would explain The rest of the The rest of the action sequence They're both just really high Which is why they're doing These (laughs) dumb stunts.
0: Oh yeah That whole fight Both
2: of them are on opium When they're fighting
0: Bond Are you really in a condition To be flying a plane Of (laughs) course I am Which way's up again (laughs) (laughs) James Bond James (laughs) Bond Name's James. James... Wait, no, that's not right. That's not, uh, James <laughs> Bond James. <Hey>. What?
1: <laughs> so they're putting the opium in the back of one of the Russian trucks, and Bond hides in the back of the truck so that he can get back into the Russian base. And he also plants a bomb. Wait, no, that's later.
0: Is, is he not carrying the bomb at that point? Because the guy comes along and inspects the bag or the, the sachet that he's holding. I was worried that he might have found the bomb and found out it was Bond, but because it was um, Milkman. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I liked, I liked the whole like scene where he picks one bag to test that it. it's opium, and it just so happens to be the one that Bond's <laughs> carrying, and they're like right next to each other. Mm. Tension
0: and a lot of convenience and a lot of you
2: Yeah, know. classic like random just so happened. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: The truck arrives back in the base and Bond gets out of the truck and joins in the transportation of the opium from the truck to the plane that Koskov's gonna be using to fly it out of there. I think they said something like it's like a half billion dollars worth of opium. That's a lot.
0: Yeah, it was a lot of money.
1: It was a lot of money. And also plants a little bomb on the plane as mm-hmm. well. But before he gets a chance to leave the plane... Everyone sees him. Everyone sees him. Mm. And the milkman's like, oh, it's you, innit?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: that's not good, innit?
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna wreck you, mate. <laughs> I'm gonna you give you one of these guns. Yeah. The
0: countdown is for ten minutes... But then for about twenty five minutes, there's action going on.
2: So it's a long action scene, but it's good action.
0: There's a bit where eventually the uh, British, other British agent, brings the horde of uh, good, you know, the guys working with him, along, and he's riding, He's got this um, excavator of some sort, and uh, they throw a grenade at him. Mm. And he catches it, <laughs> and then drives it at the machine gun where they are. I thought that was that was just quirky. That was pretty cool. The action sequence is yeah, yeah, yeah. good, some yeah. Fun
1: action. Oh, he uses the excavator to destroy some toilets as well, and we see some buns. Oh, yeah, we see some bottoms. <laughs> yep, some more nudity.
0: Who very conveniently turn away from the camera, so it's just bottoms. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There's some fun
2: action. The bad guys are like, "What the heck is going on?" You know, and Bond uh, takes control of the plane that has all the opium on it. Mm. Oh, and it's
0: also got those wooden stops in the front of it to stop it from rolling. So he has to rev the engine a little bit, basically, to get over them.
2: Yeah. Mm, mm, that that was good. Yeah. So he he starts up the plane. What's it, lady? She's like, oh, no, Bond's leaving without me. (laughs) For some reason,
0: she wants to get on the plane with him, despite the fact that's where all the guns are pointed.
2: Well, she manages to, like fight off s- some guys here and I was like oh okay she does
0: she so, does pretty good there yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah like that guy jumps on the car and she like Beats him off it. That was cool. Hey, she's getting in on the action a bit. I didn't expect that, honestly. That was good. And she manages to drive onto the plane, Mm. but not before the bad guys catch up. And unbeknownst to Bond, uh, Milkman manages to jump into the plane. Yes.
0: Yes. Um. That was a great sequence. The driving after the plane, the driving onto it. Him getting on there, that was really good.
2: I have to commend, this guy really knows how to deliver milk. Like, he's committed.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Sir, your latest order. Here it is. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop throwing grenades at me. I want to give you your milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, another plane coming in as well. Yeah, we get a bunch of, like,
1: Mission Impossible-esque style stunts because <laughs> yeah. they've got mm. the two planes yeah. kind of flying over each other because an Another plane is landing, so Bond has to quickly pull up his plane so he can just fly over. We see the two planes actually in the same shot, which was very impressive. Yeah,
2: very cool. It could cool. have been
1: miniatures, but it looked pretty good.
2: I think I think uh, what they did for that one is they just had a plane sitting there and they did a low fly.
1: Yeah, that might have been it. But cut it to look
2: like he just flew over the plane as it lifted off, which I thought yeah. was quite good. Yeah, true. It was good.
0: And then that one flies into the supposedly defecting general's car.
2: What, yeah, this giant fucking explosion goes off and I'm like, oh, Khrushchev's dead next scene oh yeah. he hops out of the car he's fine <laughs> all what? that
0: happens is that his gelled hair gets slightly messy Yeah. oh not his gelled hair <laughs> he's practically dead at this point
1: they could have killed him and had no like he doesn't need to be alive for the end of the movie yeah we could
0: have had no. a minute less of the film with him getting arrested basically yeah
1: it, did, it didn't yeah. matter at all which was, yeah. th- th- was but I guess at this um, point Dalton kills a lot of people in License to Kill I mean he kills people in this one as well obviously but he does kill a a lot of people in wait, License wait, wait. to Kill. Are you
0: saying in a film called License to Kill, there's death.
1: Yes. Well, Unbelievable. he he kills so many pe- people though that it's almost like eh, it's a bit of a th- uh, some issues there. Um, that whereas one
0: doesn't feel like a green flag actually. Yeah. <laughs> Although
1: actually, Brosnan
0: does kill more people.
2: Oh yeah. Brosnan's
1: a bit of a psychopath. <laughs>
2: Don't worry. The the bad guy lived. Green flags
0: all around. Green flags. All around.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of living. The next bad guy, not so much. We have an epic fight out.
0: Then there's an excellent sequence where I actually started to feel pretty tense because the countdown, finally, after 25 minutes, the 10-minute countdown is close to being up. Mm. Yeah,
2: no, this had so much tense things going on. So you have, one, the milk band there. He's really trying to deliver that milk. And so Bond is fighting him, yeah. and then the lady's like, I'm going to help him. By, and
0: opens the you know, back
2: of the plane. It's like, what the f- What are you doing? Like? And then yep. they're
0: nearly knocked out by the parcel of the drugs.
2: Yeah, the drugs fall out
0: the back. Speaking of which, there's going to be a desert full of drugs after this. So. Yeah,
2: it's great.
0: Um, then she starts lowering the plane, so it's flapping around everywhere. And then the- you spend a good minute or two fighting each other and cutting the rope a little bit. So some of the drugs go flying away. It's really intense.
2: So they're hanging off this giant package of drugs. The drugs are flying out of the plane. They're fighting each other. The the ropes are... Uh, flaying, and there's a bomb counting down that's about to explode. Yeah. It's, it's very intense.
1: It's so... It, it, I didn't love the, the music in this moment, because it goes back to yeah the drums theme yeah. thing, but uh, all the action was very tense. <laughs> very good,
0: very good. About that stunt though, the milkman gets to the point where he's holding onto Bond's boot, and Bond starts mm, cutting the laces. Yeah. He could have just put his hand through the net. Yeah, he could have just grabbed the net again. But he's like, no, don't cut that. Even though there's rope, I could literally grab onto here.
2: What What should have happened was Bond was a little bit lower on the net. So he was literally just hanging yeah. by the boot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, I, I see your point. Uh, but I raise you. The movie had to end. No, it didn't.
2: Well, did it though? Because it still goes on for like fifteen minutes after the. Actually, yeah. you're right.
0: Point taken away. But eventually, like I said, he cuts his boot off, and the guy goes flying, still holding the boot too. Yep.
2: This has the best line when he hops back into the cockpit, and she's like, "What happened to to the guy?" And He says, "He got the boot. He got the
0: boot."
1: <laughs> 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 uh, I saw that line coming from a mile away, though, to be honest, but still, yeah. yeah, the yeah
0: um, and then he stops mm. it with two seconds left to go on the countdown.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He stops the bomb. Luckily, on this bomb, there was just an off button.
0: Yeah.
1: I loved that. I mm. loved that it's this realistic bomb that he just has to switch off. Like, it's not like a bunch of buttons or whatever. He just presses one button. I also
0: like, for once, it wasn't with seven seconds left to go, so it said 007. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> You're right there.
0: and so he actually fishes around in some of the Hessian sacks a few times to try and find the right one, and then he gets it, which I also like. He didn't know immediately which one, so the desperation's still there. He goes to the cockpit. She turns around to say hello to him, and he's like, pull up! We're about to fly into a mountain!
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they've left a couple hanging threads that he's going to tie up. One, the resistant fighters are running away from the army.
0: With tanks, whereas the resistance fighters only have their horses. Yes.
1: So to help him out, as they're crossing over a bridge, he drops the bomb on the bridge once all the resistant fighters are across the bridge, uh, just to stop the, the, the army from catching up with them. Yeah. And that's nice. That's a nice thing to do, Bond. Good on you. That was nice. That is a green flag.
0: That is, a, it's good, wholesome, protecting people. Mm. <laughs>
1: but now they're out of fuel. The plane's out of fuel. What are they gonna do? Well, you gotta get out of here. What's what's the uh, what's the
2: one vehicle we have on hand to drive on out of here? Of course, let's drive out of here in the car,
0: which has got a parachute on it.
2: Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So they drive through the air out of the plane.
0: And then the plane crashes.
2: The plane then dips and explodes in classic yeah. fashion.
0: And then they're not too far away from somewhere that I can't remember, but he goes, it's lovely this time of year, basically.
1: Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, Karachi, right. that's where it was.
1: And that is the end of the movie. <laughs> no, no, but, 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 but. But, but,
2: but, 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 but. Bit more. Still got another 10 minutes of exposition to go through. We've still
0: got an American general who's obsessed with war to kill. Oh, yeah, we do have to kill
1: the American general.
2: Yeah, don't don't forget about the American general shootout. That was so
1: important to I the know. plot. I actually have a lot of problems with the American general shootout because Bond shows up, they talk, it's good. The American general's are mm. so over the top that it's really fun. Mm. But they start doing a shootout, and the American general, he's got this futuristic gun. He's got
0: multiples. Well, he's got a whole arsenal there, which I quite like. They set it up earlier.
1: And yeah, he's got one that's got a face shield on it. And when he's shooting that gun, Bond keeps going for headshots. And I'm like, just shoot him in the leg, the arm, literally any other place that's not shielded.
0: (laughs) It did feel like a uh, video game level. We have to shoot them in the leg, then they bend over going ow, and then you can get the headshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he uses the uh, wolf whistle trick from his gadget... Puts it on uh, the back of a statue, waits until the general's standing there. Then he wolf whistles and it blows up and hits him in the face. I love
1: how the general's like, yeah, what the fuck did you just say to me? And then it falls on him. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he wolf whistles at of it. He's like, huh? Weddick is actually dead as well. They actually kill him. I think they do, yeah. Which, um, surprising, I guess.
0: The Brits killed an American. That's got to go down well.
1: Pushkin walks in. They've arrested Koskov.
0: And then it finishes with a performance by our lovely cellist.
1: She's on a world tour. Yeah, yeah.
0: Then she goes backstage, upset because Bond wasn't there. And then he whistles, and then they're in a room together, and then, of course, you can imagine what they get up to.
1: Just like every mm. single Bond movie, it ends with them making out.
0: Yeah, they only make out. That's all they do. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, because this is a PG film.
0: And it's a green flag.
1: Yep. But anyway, that's the end of The Living Daylights right there. That is uh, sur- surprisingly not a super long synopsis. I thought we might go on for a little bit longer, but we uh, we got through that nicely. Because there is a lot of plot in this movie. Oh, yeah. Mm. That was a lot. That was a lot.
0: But it's delivered pretty well. They're a good little... Moments of exposition, then you get a nice action sequence, and then some more. But not in a regimented way, it just flows quite naturally.
1: Yeah. Is it an oldie or is it a goodie? I really really like this one, and it is one of my favourite Bond films. I don't know if I prefer it more or less than License to Kill, I quite like that one as well.
2: I definitely think uh, the woman roles are a bit dated, but overall I think the the film itself is a goodie. I, I quite enjoyed it. Mm. There's a lot worse films for women roles,
1: I'll say. Yeah. A lot better. We've seen worse this year. Again, Alan Quartermain comes to mind, which is doing a similar Oof. sort of
0: thing. Oof,
1: Okay, so a goodie from you. Yeah, I'm going to give it a goodie as well. I really like it. Uh, It's a fun one.
0: I was going to say, I'll, I'll give it a goodie as well, but I just find it hard. Some of the attitudes are obviously oldies and really dated, but no, it's good. The action's great. I love Dalton. I really liked the dynamic between all the lead characters, be they antagonist and protagonist. It was good. Three goodies there for the living daylights. We could do the add and remove
1: segment, but I think we, we all know what each of our add and remove would be. Um, my add is character for Kara. My remove is... All the creepy stuff.
0: Mm. Then it'll be a half an hour long film, surely. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: no, you've still got the extra half an hour for the end scene, so it'd be at least one hour. <laughs> That's true.
0: Oh, of course, of course. Mm.
1: That's my ad and remove. How about you, Reese?
0: Uh yeah, definitely character for Kara. After the mm. initial setup, she did have an air of mystery about her when when all the mm. green flags on the tram were happening. That was, you know, it was mm. very interesting and then Just like in the most recent Bond film too with Craig, the character went from really interesting with something to do with the actual plot to just feeling worried for James and all of that and it was annoying. Uh, Mm. So maybe I actually could just remove that bit where she is devoid of character. I I don't know.
2: Yeah, well, not to reiterate what you guys are saying. Obviously, I agree. But um, on a different note, I would remove some of the stuff from the end. I think the end took forever. Mm -hmm. I think it could have... I think you could have just got maybe the action scene mm. and then cut to uh, what's his name Puskey. Yeah. Um, that's
1: not his name at all. But sure,
2: that's not, not not even close. <laughs> okay, big, big. I'm gonna call it Big P. Um, mm. Big P. Uh,
0: <laughs> yep.
2: And maybe the American and him. Like I don't know. I don't know. You could hey. you could have cut out some stuff. I feel like the movie ended several times over. Yeah. At the end there, and I feel like it could have been cut down a little bit just to make the film a little hmm. less long. Yeah, although yeah. it wasn't bad. No. So s- saying that, I don't know what you would cut out. You know, maybe maybe ugh.
0: maybe you just tighten it up a little bit. There, there are some films, and I know this is going to be somewhat controversial, but I don't mind the Phantom Menace, for example. But it's too mm. long and feels slow. But that's because almost every scene. Link is on a shot for too long. But if you yes. tightened that up, I think it would jump along at a much better pace.
2: What you could have is the guy, you know, the smuggler dude. Oh, yeah. You could have just been like, oh, yeah, he's on board. Mm.
1: Yeah, true. And you could yeah. skip
2: to them doing the trade and then them immediately attacking.
1: That is true. That's like six, seven minutes, I think, gone
2: if you just do that. That would help. Yeah, that would yeah. Definitely more, help. M- more than that, I, I think, maybe 10 minutes, I think. Just like... Then immediately going, they make the trade and then immediately attack, and you just get to that action scene real quick.
1: I would probably as well cut out everything with Money Penny because what is the point? <laughs> I know some people are like Money Penny's are important to these movies,
0: and I'm like, she's not. Well, why is she treated like
1: trash then? Yikes! Well, let's go through the checklist then. The checklist tropes—it's a list of tropes that we've kind of been adding to throughout the year. All the tropes we kind of noticed throughout 1987 as we've been watching through these movies. We're going to go through them, see how many it gets. Number one trope. How many
0: green flags does it have?
1: How many green flags? <laughs> 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 Oof. I don't think that's a trope. That's
2: just like a
1: theme. Well, it might no, be. No, I'm trope. adding green flags. I'm adding green <laughs> oh, flags. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess it will apply to every 80s movie. Yeah, so. I was going to
0: say, you're doing the 80s, mate. Come on.
1: Yeah, no. Alright, first trope, does the film have dumb characters? Oblivious characters, Mm. not figuring obvious stuff out, that sort of stuff. What do you think, Reese?
0: I'm not too sure. Like, Mm. it is about spies and espionage. I don't know how obvious some of the stuff was. I'm going to say no, actually.
1: Yeah. Bad guy from foreign country. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that N.E.J.'s one film?
2: Yeah. This is where the trope originated, I feel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is Russian, because Koskov is Russian, but also the real bad guy... I guess it's Whittaker as well, but this is a British movie, so he is a foreigner.
0: Yeah, America is a foreign country. And we're Australian, so even James Bond's foreign, so... <laughs> yeah, they're all
2: foreign. If we base it on a British angle, yep. there's bad guys from a country. If we base it on an American angle, there's bad guys from a foreign country. If we base it on a Russian angle, yep. there's, there's the American... So I mean, it, there's bad guys all around. I feel
1: that's true.
2: You could view Bond as a bad guy because you he could. murders so many people. So he, and he's from a foreign
1: country. Yeah. So uh, there is, of course, the bonus point, which we haven't actually come across for this trope in a while. Is uh, yeah. is does the bad guy have ties to either? Nazi Germany, or the USSR, and technically... Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, KGB. Yeah, KGB, yep. you haven't actually Absolutely. had that in a while. Uh, All the good guys mm. live. Of course they do. It's a Bond movie.
0: Yep. All the good guys sleep with each other.
1: Yep. Good guy sacrifices themselves. Bond, he does heroic stuff. He never necessarily sacrifices himself, because I think he's always pretty confident that he's going to get out of the scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: He's also the title character, so he's got plot immunity. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah.
2: Th- that's... that trope is usually for, like, a side character that sacrifices himself,
1: you know? Female lead's whole purpose is to fall in love with male lead. I don't know if there's love. I wouldn't necessarily say love.
0: Well, I say love on the the part of all female characters in James Bond. I think he's a callous so-and-so, and he doesn't. (laughs) <laughs> mm. Actually I would agree there She falls in love he doesn't Yeah
1: look I would agree with that It gets the trope Yeah.
0: Plus she loses all her character Just to be with James Bond So I feel like that fits in with that anyway Yeah
2: Yeah they could have They could have done a whole thing Where she's like distraught That the person she loved You know Betrayed her That sort of thing Yeah Wouldn't that have been a cool character arc? Never mind. Dead animals. What do you think, Zach? Uh, well, there was horses and camels in that action scene, and I'm pretty sure that one horse didn't, didn't make it.
0: Or well, someone deliberately shoots the horse so that the guy falls off.
2: Yeah, that's, you know, that's the one yeah. I'm talking about.
0: Oh, and there's animal hearts as well.
2: Oh, yeah, there's an animal heart. We know for a yeah. fact we saw an animal heart. That that came from an animal. That
1: animal did not make it. Uh, is it a rip-off of other famous movies? Yeah, look, there's this film called Dr. No from the 60s, and I feel like this is really ripping
0: <laughs> off. I was going to say, isn't James Bond just the template for ripping off stuff yeah. and being ripped off?
1: Was there slow-motion race?
0: I don't think so. Was there a little bit, maybe, with one of the crashes in the action sequences? I don't think so. No.
1: Unfunny joke with a joke is that it's unfunny. No. Because there aren't any... I don't think so. Joke jokes. It's just quips.
0: I don't like the, would you like another ride line? Ooh,
1: Yeah. Although, I think that is meant to be funny, though.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, no. I don't know. The, the problem uh, with that joke is they tried to be funny. Okay,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, there is no narration. I didn't notice any dubbing, either. It didn't end with a freeze frame, so it doesn't get that one. Does it get unlikable, likable hero, though? Because is Bond unlikable, but in a likable way? Does that make sense? He's, he's like a bit of a bad boy, but you're rooting for him. <laughs> I don't know if it gets that one.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
2: I, I would vote that he gets that one, because he does, like, piss everyone off that he's around. He destroys, queues yeah. cars, he disobeys orders to kill the sniper. Like, mm. people, he's, he's a bit of an asshole, you know? He, he does his own thing, he
0: but is. he gets the job done. And he's played by Timothy you know? Dalton. How can you not like Timothy Dalton? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, on that note, when you're looking at the character, yes, I think he gets that. He's a, he's a dick. But hes yeah. he gets the job yep. done. He's the most efficient dick they've got.
2: It's not this movie specifically, but overall 007's character is the like, yeah. likeable, bad person sort of thing.
0: Yes. Right?
1: Especially, I think... Is it Brosnan? I think it's in the Brosnan era where they're like... Everyone in the office hates him. Like, everyone hates him, but <laughs> yeah. he's just good at the job, so they keep him around. Which is good. Which is good. I like that. I like that. Is the film bad porridge, though, Reese? That's the real question. It is a real
0: question. And I'm going to ask you, Sandro, to cut this and explain what it is, because I've fallen behind on listening to the podcast. <laughs>
1: Oh, no one knows what bad
0: porridge okay. is, so you're fine. <laughs>
1: no, no, the whole point is no one, no one fucking knows
2: what that fucking means. Well, because you've got bad in that name,
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't think this film is bad, so I'm going to say no, it isn't.
2: Ah, well, you're wrong, because this film yeah. is full of opium, and opium in my porridge is terrible. That's a bad porridge. Hey, dude, that's the best flavour for be porridge. could be a good porridge, I guess, if you like opium.
1: Yeah. I feel, I feel like... Out of all of the powdered drugs, opium would have a very strong taste. I don't know why. There's something
0: about mm-hmm. opium.
2: That's fair. That's fair. It's going to ruin the taste of my porridge. I'm going to give this a bad well,
0: Maybe porridge, your porridge is going to ruin the taste of my opium. So think about it that way. Oh, that's
1: true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Either way, ruins it. I know. So bad, 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 bad <laughs> porridge. Hey, Zach,
2: magnets? Yeah. Yeah, laser tyres. got to use magnets. Magnets.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean magnets. What do they do? Yep. How do they work? I don't understand. How do they work? I don't know. Things. Yeah, magnets. It does, of course, get Chekhov's bruise as well. That was Chekhov's
0: bruise yep. and Whittaker's guns. They do come back. Yeah. Except they're not on the mantelpiece. They're in a drawer. They are. Multiple drawers. Also, all of them were the sort of guns that George Lucas based the Star Wars blasters on.
2: <laughs> yeah, they were, they? Yeah, 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 no, specifically the American. He was, like, using laser blasters. They were straight yeah. from Star Wars.
1: <laughs> all right, only for action tropes. Number one, lots of dumb goons for the hero to kill. Definitely gets that. Yeah. Number two, is it all blokes all the time? This film's all blokes all the bloody time, mate. You better believe it's a bloke film. Oh,
2: absolutely. You got... You've got, you got the KGB blokes. you got the, the CIA
0: blokes. You got You've got the Milkman blokes. Oh,
1: Milkman. <laughs> the Milk bloke, as I like to call them. <laughs> oh, that's that's a bloke right there. <laughs> yep. Yeah, hey, is it time for the next segment, Mr. Bloke, Zach?
2: Oh, absolutely. It's time for rah, rah, Rave Reviews. Oh, It's part of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, I tried to do a little, little like, Bondy. Yeah, I like that. Good job. Good bloke. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was for all the blokes out there. Um, so this is the part of the show where I get the reviews from Rotten Tomatoes, the audience reviews, because as we know, the critics
1: are always wrong. Yeah. They're all (laughs) bald The critics aren't blokes. They're a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get it from the blokes in the audience. They know what's up. PC got mad. i tell you
0: what.
2: I'll tell you (laughs) what. Um, because we have a guest on, our resident James
0: Bond. No, no, no. Today, I'm James Bloke. <laughs> James, James Bloke. Bloke.
2: Sorry, yes. James Bloke. Because uh, <laughs> because we've got you on, this will be a battle of intelligence. Oh. Intelligence battle. See if you can deduce with your, your spy techniques... What the score is are uh, better than your opponent,
1: KGB Sanford. I uh, guess. I've got the Russian cheats.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Did you Speak say. a pardon, God? bloke. <laughs> Russian <laughs> cheats? The Russian or cheats.
1: Oh, God, a breath.
0: It's got a bad accent. case of the Russian cheats, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> It's enough to take a good good bloke down.
1: In Russia, you don't shit
0: poop. Poop shit you.
1: Oh no. I hate that accent so much.
0: <laughs>
2: Alright, so I think, I think you know how this one works, Reese, so you guys ready? Yes. You bet you. Alright, the first review is from Google. The Google, I presume. Google. Oh,
0: okay. The organisation.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Google, I presume.
0: Not one bloke, a whole organisation. <laughs> yeah, the
2: whole organisation. It's full of blokes, and <laughs> uh, it, it says, "I like this because it's a spy movie." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So, Sandro, what do you think of this high-quality review?
1: (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I think on Letterboxd, my review for Guy Ritchie's new movie, Wrath of Man, literally is... It's the highest movie, so... (laughs) Yeah, there you go. It's a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Four stars from me.
0: Well, this bloke sounds like he's got a pretty low threshold, and it sounds like he was happy that it did the job that it said it would on the tin. I think he gave it a five out of five.
2: Well, you were close with five out of five because it's four out of five. Oh. Sandro gets the first point. Ah, uh, yes. Russian sheets playing off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good job, bloke.
2: Ah, like you, comrade. And, and unfortunately, it might continue this way because the next uh, person is named KG. Oh, brother. Uh,
0: <laughs> which I'm sure has nothing to do with the KGB. Well, well, this KG bloke... KG Bloke, KGB. There we go. It's just like the, the
1: the agents we plant in America. I plant the reviews in Rotten <laughs> Tomatoes. Yeah. Alright,
0: well I,
2: I guess I must say this <laughs> review in Russian. <laughs> A much needed grounded return of the franchise. Ah, mm. yes,
0: I agree. Mm.
2: 3.5. I will stick with my four out of five. <laughs> Ah, it's neither of those. It's three out of five. Oh, wow, okay. Very close, very close, very close. Mm. We have Anders, who says, Review coming soon, dot, dot, dot.
0: Oh, the suspense, mate.
1: So, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's no no ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, right? That's just letterboxed? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So they've written something, or they've rated something, and they're saying, I'll tell you more later on. Uh, I think this could be either one of those 0 or 5 star reviews probably all 3 just right in the middle without giving much away (sighs) it would make so much more sense if there was no rating
1: but yeah that's only for letterboxd which of course we do all the time on raving reviews but I'm in charge on our Patreon Uh, check it out (laughs) plug plug
0: Um, I'd buy that for a dollar
1: (laughs) you can Uh if you want I think it's the actual rating I'm going to go 3 out of 5 no actually 3.5 I'm changing that 3.5
0: All right. well I'm going to go 3 because I feel like that's a nice neutral thing and if he is going to do the review later on, he could expand upon that. So I'm going to go three. Mm, that I'll makes sense.
2: That. that makes sense. But unfortunately, Sandro's right. Hey, it's nice. three point five. I've
0: got two points. Yes, I am Russian. You know, last time we did this, I won, but I feel like I'm being creamed.
2: That yeah, was well, two zero. You you've got you've got two more chances to catch up. If you gain points on this one, I'll give I'll give you double on the last one. So this could be for the game. All right, all right. Oh. We have uh, Landon who says overrated
0: but enjoyable. Oh. oh, now is Landon's rating overrating it?
1: Three point five. The overrated. Three point five is what I would probably give this film. I I I might go two point five actually, right down the middle.
2: Well, unfortunately, <laughs> it's three
1: out of five. Uh. Oh, right in the middle. It's
2: three out of five. All right. Mm. And now for the final answer. As I said, we're going to do double points. So, Reese, you could still tie it up. (laughs) We have a blank user. No username. Mm -hmm. He says, uh, it doesn't exactly thrill me, but it doesn't bore the living daylights out of me. Oh,
1: points for that. So there's that. Am I going first? I'm going to go two out of five.
0: Two out of five. Okay, alright. I feel like I keep resonating with this number, but I'm gonna go three.
2: Ah, well it was four out of five. Right. I think they more said that that it didn't board the living daylights because it was a clever line rather than it was actually what what they thought. Mm, feels
1: disingenuous <laughs> <go>. to me. <laughs> disingenuous yes.
0: Also, if we were playing on who got it closest, I would have gotten a lot more points. <laughs> Just saying. All
1: right. Well, 2-0. But you know what? Who Who's the real winner here? It's you, the, the, the listener. So congratulations. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Thanks for listening. (laughs) That is the episode. Thank you so much for joining us again, Reese. Great to have you back on. No worries, blokes. Uh, Where can people find you on (laughs) your Instas, your Twitters, plug your stuff, the podcasts?
0: Uh, Well, on Instagram and Twitter, I'm Reese Parton, R-H-Y-S-P-A-R-T-O-N. I'm on YouTube, but I haven't uploaded anything in a long time. Mm. And eventually, we haven't done it in a while... But uh Sandro and myself, we do a spin-off of Sandro's show that he does with Rob, who I know has been on this show before, which is Nerd Out Consumed, which is a spin-off of Nerd Out. And uh it's a lot of fun. It's usually where we get to uh go off on more riffs than basically follow the plot of one movie, and uh I feel like we have a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, and we are um, figuring out with Rob a uh, time to do all of the MCU stuff that's come out this year because there's four yeah. stories to talk about so far. WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, and Black Widow. We're going to try and do <laughs> all of them probably across two episodes. I don't know if that'll be no doubt Consumed or no doubt Main Show. Who knows, really? We'll figure it out when we record it. But hopefully that'll be out around... The time this episode drops, I'll, um, I'll put it in the description, if it is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, also in the description, links to all of our stuff. Our socials, we're on Instagram. Um, we don't really post too much there, just when new episodes go out, but it is a way to get mm. an alert when a new episode's available. Same yeah. as Facebook, that's what Facebook's for. We are on YouTube when I rem- remember to upload uh, episodes. I think I'm about a month behind. I'll go through them, uh, hopefully, mm. this week and put them all up there. <laughs> Uh, What else? What else? I think that's everything. We've got an email address if you want to ask us any questions. Uh, Let me know what Uh, your favourite Bond movie is, actually. Send that through on email, because we are very soon on Patreon, not this month, but next month. I'm thinking probably going to do two films back-to-back that are, like, related to each other, so we could do two extra Bond films, maybe.
2: Bond films? Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd be down to do some Bond films.
1: You can check that out now if you want. Link in the description. All right. Sandro. speaking of
2: movies... That are coming out. Ooh. Next week, you've got to pick the movie that we are going to be doing. Okay. You'll have a few choices this week. And by a few, I mean, like, a lot. All right. We've got Back to the Beach, which is a parody of teen beach movies. <laughs> Two middle-aged former beach partyers try to get back to the beach
1: scene. Mm. I mean, Hunk was good. And that was a teen beach movie, I guess. So, who knows?
2: Yeah, but this is a parody of
1: teen beach movies. It's probably terrible.
2: <laughs> well, uh, it, it could be making fun of the genre, you know? So, you yeah, I guess, cool. I guess. Uh, we have the Care Bears adventure into Wonderland. Oh, hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. The Care Bears go to the world of Alice in Wonderland. <laughs>
1: Wow! That uh, I, I love it. That's the winner so far. Even though I did just look up back to the beach, seventy-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so it could be Whoa, good. Oh, There you go. So it
2: is,
0: uh... I tell you what, blokes, that Care Bears movie sounds like it might be a bit of a guilty pleasure for this bloke.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a blokes movie right there. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Um, uh, we have Masters of the Universe.
0: Oh no, that's a blokey movie. That's a bloke <laughs> film. <laughs>
2: Live action He Man movie where all the characters enter our uh, real world. Ooh. Yeah,
1: and the new uh, He Man show is out on Netflix. It is. Uh, yeah. Really relevant. Yeah. Kevin Smith, Mark Hamill's in it. Yeah. I have probably watched it by the time this episode's out. So, yeah, interesting.
0: Yeah. It's relevant. What do you mean by the time this episode's out? This is this week that it's coming
2: out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It <laughs> came out this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have Nadine. She comes into the possession of plans for a proposal road, which are highly confidential. Mm. They begin to be stalked by the police and
0: some criminals. C- stakes are high.
2: Okay. Speaking of stakes, we have Stake Out, <laughs> the coach from the Mighty Ducks, Ooh. and some other guys are cops. Ooh. And we have Who's That Girl?
0: Who's That uh, Girl?
2: Madonna Ooh. is Falsely sent to jail for killing her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. When she gets out, she teams up with a guy to find the real murderers. Wow, Madonna, Madonna fighting
1: murderers. That actually is a little tempting. <laughs> <It's> certainly <laughs> tempting, for sure. Uh, I'm so tempted to pick Care Bears, because that would be hilarious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Care Bears would be pretty funny. We
1: did pass over an Alvin in, in the Chipmunks movie a few months back. Oh, God. Um, my God. <laughs> so I kind of feel like we're due for something like that, but... I really can't go past Masters of the Universe. I think mm. a live-action He-Man movie. He-Man's great. Is Dolph Lundgren He-Man? I think he is. I'm a big fan of Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the power of Greyskull. It's the obvious choice, but let's do He-Man.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that way we can compare it to the new series.
1: You know, it ties
2: into relevant things today. Mm. We've got to gotta be trendy with the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the blokes, sorry. With the blokes. Of course. course.
1: I don't think I've actually seen this film before. I've heard awful things, but I don't think I've seen it before. (laughs) (laughs) I might watch it too. All right, let's end it with the best quote from The Living Daylights.
0: Not necessarily a standout quote, but I love the way his agent friend said, You're bloody late. Mm.
1: I'm going to go with...
2: If only I could find a real man.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I will wrap the show up with, oh, yes, Russian plants. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, great. Is oh,
2: they, Bond had so many great
1: one-liners, and that's the shit we I mean, with. look, it's he got the boot. That's the best quote, but uh, uh, yeah. yes, uh, yes. Green flags. Green, flag. Green flags. Yes. Green flags all around.